Mindset Mentor is proudly sponsored by Amica Insurance. Amica Insurance is all about empathy. They know your auto, home, and life insurance are more than just policies. Home insurance is about protecting the life you've built. Auto insurance is about protecting you on the road ahead. That's why Amica takes a consultative approach to help protect what matters most to you. They're a customer-owned insurance company that puts your needs first, and their representatives are available 24-7 for claim-related matters. As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. The Taste of the Mediterranean sales event is going on now through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey of regionally inspired selections. Save on Mediterranean-inspired flavors like Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. Find sales on Animal Welfare certified meat. Save on seafood like whole branzini and sustainable wild-cut sockeye salmon. Stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles and whole wheat pita pockets. Wines from the sun-soaked vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy start at just $8.99. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast, the number one mindset podcast in the entire world. I am your host, Rob Dial. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you're out there and you live in the United States or Canada and you want to get inspirational text messages from me to your cell phone, text me right now, 512-580-9305. Once again, 512-580-9305, and I'll send you some love sporadically throughout the week. Today, I'm going to give you five ways, five strategies to bring out the best in people. This is for anybody who's out there who is a leader, someone who is a parent, somebody who might be a parent in the future, someone who has significant others, someone who interacts with other living, breathing human people. This is really going to help you out with bringing out the best in the people that are around you. And, uh, you know, I think the last tip is probably the most important one. So I saved the best for last, but we'll go through number one through five uh, in order. Uh, Number one, the first thing that I want you to try to start doing more around people is to find reasons to recognize people versus reasons to reprimand them. Um, In case you didn't know, there was a study that was done years ago and they found out that the average child is reprimanded eight times more than they're praised. The average child growing up from their parents, for those of you guys that are parents and want to be parents, are reprimanded eight times more than their praise, which means that the average person, the average child growing up thinks, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I can't figure this out, eight times more than they think, I've got this under control. And so really, we tend to, if we're being honest, we tend to love people the way that we were loved as a child. And so if your parents were the same, where they reprimanded you and told you what not to do and told you things that you weren't supposed to be doing, and you felt like maybe you were reprimanded more, What we tend to do if we love other people is we tend to reprimand them in some sort of way instead of actually recognizing them. So instead of finding what's wrong, why don't we try to find out what's right with people? Why don't we try to look for the things that someone is doing well? You know, like say, for instance, your husband doesn't do the dishes. Wouldn't do those damn dishes, right? Instead of yelling at your husband every single time that he doesn't do the dishes, because when you yell at your husband for not doing the dishes, you are actually strengthening in him being a person who doesn't do the dishes and he's being reprimanded the same way that he was reprimanded by his parents. So he feels the way he's always felt. If you're trying to break him out of what he's always done, next time he puts one dish away, a single dish, say thank you. Why? 
because people want to be recognized. People want to be seen. And what happens is instead of being yelled at and thinking that, and this is big for not just people who are like, oh, you need to get my husband to do the dishes, recognizing your children for when they do something right versus when they do something wrong. What you want to do, and this is, I mean, this is literally the exact same way that you train a dog. Like we, when I, we took our dog a couple years ago and we got him when he was a puppy to go in, in, you know, he had like 12 different classes he had to go to. And what she said is don't recognize him. Don't reprimand him when he does something wrong recognize him and give him a treat and get excited whenever he does something right because that dog will want more of that love from you it's the exact same way with humans the same way that we train a dog we should be training ourselves we should be training humans and so people want to be recognized they want uh, positive feelings they want good energy and so instead of yelling at someone for doing something wrong whenever they do something right what you want them to continue to do in some sort of way recognize them. And it sounds crazy to be like, oh my God, honey, you put a fork away. But if you just recognize people, what I want you to get from it is just recognize people when they do something right more often. And what is really interesting is that with positive reinforcement, it always works better than negative reinforcement. And it makes sense when you really start to think about it. And it really makes them want to seek more positive reinforcement again. And so subconsciously, I think, well, hey, my mom, my, my, my mom really recognized me last time I did this. I like feeling recognized. Maybe I should do this again. Or, you know, my, my husband or my, my wife really recognized me last time I did this. It felt good to be recognized and to get love from her. So I want to do this thing again. And so start to actually try to work through positive reinforcement more than negative reinforcement, which is a little bit of a change for most of us because most people on this earth uh, were raised with negative reinforcement. So let's try to break that cycle. So that's the first one. The second thing I want you to do is, you know, obviously if you're, you're finding reasons to recognize them, if possible, offer public recognition when you can as well. I mean, I don't want, if, if you have, you know, Christmas coming up and the family comes over, I don't want you to be like, oh my gosh, George put a fork away. I don't want you to do that because that's going to actually seem like a backhanded compliment, right? But offer public recognition in some sort of way. The family's over and you love that your wife has been doing X, Y, Z and she's been working really hard to get her master's degree. Well, when the family comes over, you know, in some sort of way, can you throw in, like make it natural, not forced? Because uh, if it's forced, it could seem really condescending, but it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm so proud of her. She's been doing so well. She's been she's been juggling being a mother and going to work and getting her master's degree, and I'm so proud of her for it, right? Like make it natural and, and don't force it. Don't like find a way to do it, but just see if you can get it to flow into conversations. You know, don't don't make an announcement when your child takes out the trash. That seems very condescending. But really what it comes down to is how can you just get better at recognizing people to their face? And then the second one is how can you get better at recognizing people when other people are around? And, and really what it comes down to is people love to be recognized. And you will, the, you know, the title of this episode is how to bring out the best in people. Hey, do you have any subscriptions that you forgot about? Well, Rocket Money is a personal financing app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscription, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. That's rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor, rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support, plus everything's backed with their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping small businesses stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You will bring out the best in somebody if you're recognizing the best parts of them. Because they will want to, they are now aware, more aware of the best parts of them. And they're going to actually start to bring that out to the world a bit more. You know, in, in, uh, in my company, every all hands meeting that we have, we end every single all hands meeting with about 10 to 15 minutes. And, and what we say at the end of them is, hey, who has someone that they want to recognize on the team? Do who, you know, whether they, they helped you out or they did something right, whether you've seen their energy has been great or the way they've been showing up for the company or for you or for each other or for themselves, who has somebody that they want to recognize? And we just allow it just to free flow and everybody can unmute themselves on Zoom and start recognizing people. And the reason why is because people love being recognized. Uh, they love being recognized for what they do. They love being recognized for who they are. And really that allows us to to see that, you know, when, when we're recognized, it allows us to see the better parts of ourselves because all too often, most people are thinking about the, the quote-unquote bad parts of themselves and what they don't like. So it allows us to kind of shine light on the good parts of ourselves and the good parts of other people, okay? Number three, so that's number two. Number one is, number one is obviously to recognize them, um, find reasons to recognize them versus reasons to reprimand. And the second one is offer public recognition when you can. The third one is to be a model for the way that you want them to be. And so if we're looking at your children, for instance, you can't tell your children that, um, you know, they should be more calm when you have a temperature, tan like a, a temper, temperature, <laughs> you have a temper problem, right? If you have a short fuse, you can't get mad at your children for not being as calm as you want them to be. And so a lot of times it's, uh, it's, it's funny when I post something on Instagram, almost every single post I put on Instagram, somebody says in some sort of way, easier said than done. And I'm like, yes, of course, everything in this world is easier said than done. And so it's easier to tell someone to be a certain way. It's harder to be that way. But if you want someone to, to be the best version of themselves, what does it look like for you? to be the best version of yourself and for you to be the lighthouse because all too often we're not being the lighthouse. And if you've never heard the, the phrase before, be the lighthouse, you know, if you look at a lighthouse and you look at a towboat, you'll get a tugboat, the two of those, right? Both of them do the exact same thing. Both of them get boats into the harbor safely. The way they do it is incredibly different, right? So the first one is the, the tugboat. It goes out to the other boats and it pulls them and it uses all of its energy and it forces the other boats to get into the harbor. It gets them into the harbor, but it does it a lot differently than a lighthouse. A lighthouse stands in its place, it shines, and it does exactly knows what it's supposed to do, it knows who it's supposed to be, and does exactly what it's supposed to do, but it still gets the boats 
into the harbor safely. And so when they say being the lighthouse, it means why don't you model the way that you want other people to be? Why don't you model instead of saying, hey, like a lot of times when people get into self-development, they start trying to force their spouse and their children into self-development. They buy them books and they buy them conferences and all this stuff. But in reality, what's going to make somebody want to get in self-development around you is by seeing you change into the best version of yourself. And then they go, huh, man, they look really happy. I want, I want some of what they have. They look like they're really peaceful. I've been kind of stressed out recently. Maybe I should ask them what they're doing. So it's not a forced thing. It's a, hey, I'm just going to be the best version of myself. And hopefully that inspires other people to be the best as well. Um, because all too often I get so many messages of like, hey, I'm new into personal development in the past six months. I've been trying to get my husband to be in it with me. And he's I'm buying him books and I'm telling him he needs to meditate. And he's just resisting it. He's making fun of it. I'm like, yeah, because he needs to see the changes in you. The same way that if you saw, I haven't seen a friend six months, and you see them and they're like 30 pounds lighter, you're going to say, oh my God, you look amazing. What have you been doing? What have you been doing? That's basically what you want other people to say with you, say to you by how you work on yourself. So you have to be the lighthouse. You have to, in essence, you know, Gandhi said it, you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. Be the change that you want to see in other people. Be the change that you want to see in your children. Be the change that you want to see in your spouse, in your family. You know, if, if you're not that change and you're not the lighthouse, you're not the perfect version of it, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Oh, dad's telling me to try to have not have a temper problem. He's the one that's freaking crazy. They're not going to listen to you. So you have to be a good example of the advice that you give. So that's number three. Number four, give people more autonomy, whether it is in you know your children, whether it's in your company, whether it's in your spouse, just give people more autonomy. Stop micromanaging people so much. Let them have their own power. Like give them power. Let them find it. Let them discover it. Micromanage, micromanaging enables them to always need you. And some people don't realize that that's an actual psychological condition where you want to micromanage your, your children so that they always need you. So that when they move, move out of the house, they're going to always need you and they'll never quote unquote fully leave you, right? Micromanaging enables them to always feel like they need you. By allowing somebody autonomy, you're letting them build their own confidence in themselves, which is ultimately what if you truly love somebody, whether it's your child, whether it's someone that you work with, whether it's your spouse, you should want them to build confidence in themselves and to trust them to do what's right and trust that they will 100% mess up at some point in time. But whatever they mess up on, is what they were supposed to learn. And whenever you try to overstep your boundaries and micromanage people so that they don't mess up, you're then pulling the lesson from them that they were supposed to learn. Think about that. You're getting in the way. And you know, you can you can still offer feedback to people. I'm not saying don't give feedback and don't try to help. But there's also even better ways to offer feedback. Like there's a thing called the feedback sandwich, which is when you when you tell somebody that you want to give them feedback and there might be negative feedback. Well, the sandwich is this. It's it's good, it's bad, it's good. So you offer one thing, hey, I really love you, you've been doing XYZ. And you you say a good thing. One thing though, if I could give you a piece of advice on something that I think needs to change, that's the bad. But this is something else that I really love about you that you've been doing. So it's a feedback sandwich. Recognize what they did well bring in ways that they can improve, recognize another thing that they did well. But really what it comes down to is can you stop feeling like you have to control everything? If you own a business, one of the things that will absolutely destroy your business is if you don't give people autonomy, if you don't uh, delegate correctly to people and you just have to micromanage every single piece of the process. Um, it will destroy your company because you can't scale. 
if you have to micromanage every single thing. And, um, you know, if you're not a business owner, but you're a parent, don't micromanage your children. Allow them to mess up. Allow them to learn the lessons they're supposed to in their life. So that's number four. And then number five, I promised you was what, in my opinion, is the best one, is don't try to change people. Love them for who they are. Okay? People already talk down to themselves enough. The, I, I want there to be a study to find out what percentage of people talk down to themselves and what percentage of their, them talking to themselves is negative. And I'm just really curious of it. I've never seen the study on it. But people already talk down to themselves enough. If you really want to bring out the best in someone, learn to love them for who they are. You know, there's so many people out there that are trying to change their children, that are trying to change their boyfriend, they're trying to change their girlfriend, they're trying to change their, their parents, and they're trying to change their spouse, they're trying to change everybody else around them versus discovering who is this person. Because if you've ever seen like, my sister has four kids, right? From the moment that they were able to walk, they were all extremely different people. It wasn't like they all came out exactly the same and then they just, you know, s- somehow went somewhere else. It was like they came out and hey, they were just completely different people. And so all too often is we see this different person, maybe you have one kid that's really calm and really chill and really sweet. And you have the other one that's kind of crazy. Well, don't try to make the crazy one like the calm one. Try to just see if there's a way that you could bring out the best version of them. Because all too often we want people to become the best version of what we want them to be. That's not what they're here to do. This person is not here for you. You know, if you look at your children, your children aren't here for you. They came here through you. And so it's not your job to make them what you want them to be. Give them some fucking grace and allow them to be who they can be and love them for who they truly are. Don't try to quote unquote fix them because fixing them is ridiculous. That's you trying to control somebody and, and make someone what you want them to be. Really what it is, if you take a step back and you think about each specific relationship that you have with people, you start saying like, who is the true version of them? What is, what is it that makes them amazing? What is it that makes them great? And how can I love and recognize that part of them even more so that they step more into that version of themselves? Because all too often, a lot of us, we're just lost. We're trying to figure out our, we're all just fumbling around in the dark trying to figure out what the hell we're doing as humans here, right? And so if we have someone that's trying to fix us and change us and fix us and change us and fix us and change us all the time, it's just making us more confused. But if we have someone that comes in and they says, hey, you know, I want to recognize you. I want to love you for who you are. And I want to to basically just be here for you and, and hold space and allows that person to discover who they truly are, who they want to be, and to, to make it feel safe for them to step into who they truly want to be versus feeling that they have to be pushed into being somebody else. So don't try to change people. Try to love them for who they actually truly are. So those are my five tips to make people better. Number one, um, to make pe- bring out the best in people. Number one is to find reasons to recognize versus reasons to reprimand. Number two, offer public recognition when you can. Number three, be a model for the way that you want them to be. Number five, give them more autonomy. And number, I'm sorry, number four, give them more autonomy. And number five, uh, don't try to change them. Love them for who they truly are. So that's what I got for you for today's episode. If you love this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in at Rob Dial Jr., R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. And once again, if you want some love coming through to your phone, some inspirational text messages sporadically throughout the day, and you live in the United States or Canada, text me right now, 512-580-9305. Once again, 512-580-9305. And with that, I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Make it your mission to make somebody else's day better. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have an amazing day. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. 
Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 